Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday night, Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome and good evening to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner with you all thanks to Betfair. And, uh, well, Betfair's Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. And play it your way with Betfair. Make sure you always gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, it was amazing we could get this guy back. He was fielding phone calls uh, from most of the uh, tipping services bookies right around the country. No one went better. No one went better Mimsy Stakes Day than my co-host, the man from Betfair himself, the star of Layback. If you haven't seen that, go to YouTube, type in Betfair Layback. His name is Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Yeah, great to be back, mate. Yeah, thank you for the back of the year. Oh, I'm up and about. Oh, I'm up and about. Um, oh, Stack Dancer, what a, what a horse. Uh, fill up, six out of ten winners. All right, Rose Hill, three seconds as well to go with that. I'm surprised my head could fit through the door. Oh, look, I was wondering whether or not there were headphones in the studio big enough to wrap around the wobble <laughs> that you've got at the moment. Oh, that's what it's about, yeah. It's, it's all about, but it is about your last tip too, so... No, no worries about last week. It's all about this week now, Fitzy. It is. We're going to probably go through a little bit more of a wrap. I'm pretty. I'm not sure whether or not we've got Steve Quick down the line. Do we? Yeah, we do. Uh, let's go to Steve Quick because we've got the US Open. We'll go to him straight off the top, and we cross to him now. Hello, Steve. Hello, team. How are we going? Good, mate. Good. It's uh, when it's Grand Slam time. It's always time to chat to you. Uh, first of all, how's the hype around Serena Williams? Yeah, look, it's been an interesting couple of rounds for Serena. I mean, the, the form coming in you know, wasn't great at all. And, you know, it almost feels like it must be nice having, you know, over 20, 25,000 people cheering you and kind of willing you over the line against opponents who look to have really, I guess, struggled with the occasion a bit as well. So look, it'll be interesting to see what she does against Ozzy Isla Tomjanovic uh, tomorrow morning. How are you finding the tournament so far? I can tell you what, we on Betfair, there's been some sick beats, Steve. Um, Kanepi was one of them <laughs> earlier today. Dollar one. there was 600 and... 600,000 or more traded at under a dollar 20 on Kanepi. There's been a lot of sick beats, a lot of the players that have been a dollar four, dollar five get rolled uh, in the piece. How are you finding the tournament so far? Uh, I've been on the on the rough end of a couple of those. I oh. uh, had one, I think, in the first round, had seven match points and was going to win in straight sets and ended up losing in five and cramping Who was his way that, out mate? of the tournament. Uh, that was uh, Zhang against uh, Van Rijphoven in the, in the first round. So that was a good one. But no, Ouch. look, Sabalenka, actually, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, you know, that you've just brought up there. You know, she was, I think it was 2 six, one five down um, in tears almost on course um, and managed to turn it around and come back and, and take the win. And she's actually now in, in a weirdly enough situation. I actually don't mind her in the outright market. I think she got out to $75 at that point in the outright market and now sitting around $15, $16 in a, a pretty favourable section of the draw. Uh, with a, a couple of the other names who have, who have been knocked out. Did you take a big price there? No, I did not. Um, generally, I don't get too involved if a player's you know, in tears on court down a set <laughs> in a double break. Um, it's not generally my go-to. Um, but, look, it's, it's actually, you know, it's impressive that she's able to come back. I think she took the second set tie break, 10-8, I think it was, and managed to overcome Kinefi, who beat her at the Australian Open um, in an equally close match uh, earlier this year. So she is one to watch, I think, that it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a long four days between all the 
the roller coaster outcomes that have, have come our way. So I just read the U.S. Open market for the men's side. Medvedev is favourite three thirty-five. Nadal five sixty. Alcaraz six forty. And our man Nick Kyrgios nine dollars forty. You got a winner for us, Steve? Look, I couldn't sway you away from Medvedev. Um, I, I jumped on him before the tournament, but look, if he wins uh, overnight and Nick Kyrgios wins overnight, they will meet in the fourth round, which will be a, a fireworks night session. You would suggest um, <laughs> in a couple of days' time. But grab the look, popcorn. Trying to. Yeah, trying to go a little bit wider because looking at the, the, the current market, I mean, I, I was on him, I think, a couple of tournaments ago as well, but Yannick Sinner kind of appealed again at around the $15 mark. Um, he has Darren Cahill on board, so one of the best coaches in the game now, and it looks as if taking his game to, to another level and sits in a, a generally pretty favourable pocket, I think, of the, the draw at the moment. Um, and look... The, the other one is, is Cam Norrie, who is the, the number seven seed, continues to fly under the radar by playing just consistent, impressive tennis. Again, we're trying to kind of stay as far away from Medvedev as possible um, in, in the draw. So those two sit on the other side of the draw. But I think Cam Norrie's a, a, another one to keep an eye on. But look, if you wanted to take the, the 335 around Medvedev, I really couldn't talk you out of it at the moment. I think over the best of five, he should be too good for Kyrgios, but it's going to be um, an interesting match should they meet. And I'm expecting them to both meet. I think they're both sub $1.20 in their, their next matches. Steve, uh, just very quickly for us, mate, have you got a play for us uh, tonight or over the weekend, just in any of the matches? Yeah, one overnight. Uh, Karen Kashinov's uh, an underdog against uh, the young Brit, Jeff Draper. I think that's a, a really good matchup for Kashinov. Um, Draper, the lefty, who will kind of hit it into his, his backhand a little bit, and Kashinov kind of thrives off that. So, look, as an underdog, I think that's a, a great, at least a trading spot to, to keep things off. Uh, Steve, we can catch all your action and all your write-ups on the Betfair Hub, of course. Appreciate your time today, and we'll chat again next week. No worries. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Steve, quick there from Ace Previews. He's a star, and uh, you can play away with Betfair. Go to the Betfair Hub, and that's where you can find all of Steve's write-up if you want to play on tennis. Hey, uh, Tommy, we're probably going to get into a, um, a bit of a recap from last week, and we've got a little bit of audio from last week. Oh, this is my favourite time of the week. Yeah, well, a little bit of audio. I've come into the show. Our producer's gone. I've been that busy all week cutting up audio of how good Tom Haylock is. <laughs> right, this is where it started. I reckon, where are we going to go, uh, Sam? I reckon we'll go to, let's go to Snap Dancer. Cascadian um, and Snap Dancer for me. I'm going one back marker, one front runner. Um, Snap Dancer works across leads, controls the tempo. I'm, I love that profile. Another horse of a Queensland run. She's there to win. Not many of these will be here to win. I reckon she's primed up for the minute snap dancer. I think this is a big target of hers. Oh, I thought it was still going to keep going. Oh, she should. There to win. Congratulate. Snap dancer. It was huge by you. It was but, it was, but it wasn't just a snap dancer factor. It was the fact that you took on three horses <laughs> in the same race. You've laid two or three. Here's what happened there. I've got three I'm laying. Elation, just the awkward barrier for me. Alligator blood, drawn inside, but fitness query for me. We'll need breaks at the right time. And I'm thunderstruck, heading to a cox plate, probably not here to win. I could lay three horses in this race and back Cascadian a snap dancer, and it could be either make or break for me. Oh, no, now it's finished, Tommy. What, what else have you got for us? Have you got lined up what you wore to the races? Surely Sammy's got photos. Oh. Is there any more audio that we can... Go with the how you were right. I'm going to take my Sharpie to the races Saturday. Tell Don't us worry about it. How big a day was it? So you've gone, what, was six from nine? Six from ten in Sydney, which was nice. It's not about me, mate. I don't want to. No, 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 no. no. Go, no keep going. <laughs> six, go. six from ten, which oh, was yeah. all right. Flying. And uh, then... Three seconds to go with the, the, the <laughs> Sydney card, which was all right. So you did all right. Close right. to tipping the card. Yeah, keep that's, going. No, that's why. That's why. <laughs> That'll do me, mate. Well, and how about in Sydney, though, 
two of the seconds would have been, one would have been Frumos. Oh, don't start with Frumos. And the other one would have been Fire. Typical mates, right? I tipped tip them six winners out of ten at Sydney, and they back Frumos and bag me. Um, oh, don't you hate that? I want to put them in the lab in for that. But also, what are the races with seven guys? Not one of them brought cash. Oh, they're like, yeah, let's have a quaddy. Let's have some bets together. And I was they're transferring money to me. They're in the lab in for that. You've got to bring cash yeah, to the races, if you boys. go at 100%, if you go to pull together and have a quaddy and all punt together, you bring cash. Yeah. You don't go to the ATM. You don't, oh, it's just, yeah, lab in. Nah, oh, oh, yeah, what am I going to do? I'll transfer you some money. You just put it on your quaddy account. And then, <laughs> then when you win... How do they want to be paid? Oh, cash, yeah. Cash. They want the cash back. <laughs> oh, no, just give, it, just give it to me cash. Just give it to me cash. Or if you win cash, then you've got to actually transfer them back. Oh, it's just a knock. Bring it cash, is. guys. Come yeah, on. Bring cash to the races. I've got a few other lay-bins. Are we going to the lay-bins or the footy? Well, let's go to the lay-bin. All right. Well, uh, let's go to the lay-bin. Oh, I'm re- it's really growing on me, that. Oh, I love it. Bit of lay down. Right, lay-bin time. So you've gone with blokes that don't bring cash to the races. What else have you got for me? Uh, no internationals in the Cox No internationals in the Cox Plate. That's a real travesty. Really disappointing, that. So um, obviously the vet protocols have a big impact on that, but that's really disappointing for the race. Animo, very short price favourite now from Zaki, who runs Saturday. And also, lastly, the effect of the Everest in these lead-up races in the lay-bin. These are glorified barrier trials. We've got the Concord on Saturday, $500,000 races race. We've got the shorts. We've got these races. No one's there to win, except for like one or two horses that don't have slots. The good horses that have already got slots, your nature strips, your mass crusaders, whatever they might be, Eduardo's, they're not there to win. They're just there to, for a trial, and they can earn some good prize money, but it's, it makes a mockery of these laid-up races. Well, just on that, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the fiend. I mean, with small, small field... $500,000 race with a qualifier into the Cox Plate, and there's six in it. Yeah, they'll change in. that. They'll change that next year. There's got to do some programming issues and stuff like that. It might be a bit well, early. I don't know. It's, who's running the show? Like, it's, the problem is there's no national body, right, that does programming. So the program in Australia-wide, that should be in the lay-bin itself. The programming's cast. Um, I've got a few other lay-bins have come into Melbourne. Oh, here we go. So across the border in the weather, and... Um, I'm, I'm, we've got a little something for this. Across the, the border in the weather. And Vic, Vic, Victorians. Oh, there it is. Yeah, this is it. Victorians driving in torrential rain without their headlights on. Coming at you. Labin. So Victorians you... staying in the right lane without, like, moving over to the left in torrential rain without their headlights on. Don't Lay-bin. cross the border here and start potting Victorians, mate. mate. Come on. Unbelievable. Anything else? Uh, yeah, the PTV app. I've never caught a tram before. Oh, PTV. Trying to catch a tram. That we is a massive lie. that sound effect again? <laughs> PTV. Yep. Uh, you are in the bin. There it is. How bad is the mic system? Oh, mate. Oh, is. That's in the lobby. I've never caught a tram before. It's it's <laughs> taken me three days to work it out. Uh, and I'm not, look, you throw me in any machine in Australia, I'll drive it. You put me in any room, I can talk to anyone. You give me the PTV up, I can't get a tram. Oh, it's cooked. Yep. Uh, it's not good. Um. And uh, oh, and the only other thing in the lay-in too is um, our producer Sam um, with uh, just cutting up all your audio and nothing about me laying in the boat or well, anything like that. So you're in the lay-in too. You should be in the lay-in for not actually being organised enough to produce reading some emails or not finding enough winners last week. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, how about that? <laughs> I've got I, I put myself in the lay-in five bests last week, one one, and guess what? It was Baby Paris at a dollar fifty-five? Ooh, yeah, not and then great. the other four ran second. Yeah, lay-in. Um, punting. What we might do, let's go to the break. 
on the other side of this, we'll get stuck into the footy. Uh, we've got, well, we had a super game last night. We've got a super game tonight. And we've also got a couple of good games over the weekend. Bit of a wrap on that, some markets, and we'll get stuck into the racing. Miles Fitz and Tom Haylock on the Friday night Betfair Edge. And don't forget, trade markets and find better rods this spring racing with Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you all. Thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's get to the footy. Um, Tommy, one thing that uh, I should have put in the lay bin is people from interstate telling you to go to the London Tavern to watch a <laughs> Richmond game. Yeah, couldn't move. Also, just on that, the media straight after what was a brilliant match Thursday night, and I tweeted about this, going straight to the controversial decision of the review. Talk about the match. I don't, it, as a neutral supporter, I don't want to sit there in the media beating up the controversial decision. Talk about how good the match was. See the celebrations. Like, it just, yeah. The umpiring, I thought, I'm biased. I don't care about either side, right? Yeah, same. The umpiring... I think they both copped some stiff ones. There were some downfields that should have been paid downfield. There were um, some highs that should have been paid, some holding the balls that weren't. It was both ways. Correct. If you think it was biased towards Brisbane and you're a Richmond supporter, you're looking through rose-coloured glasses. Yep, Labin. Just just focus on how good a match it was. We don't need to hear the controversy about the goal umpiring and and all that straight after the match, straight after. Like, you're going to talk about it all week, and it makes it – Takes away from what a brilliant match that was. It was an unbelievable game of footy. It was brilliant. Brilliant. Your man, Lockie Neal, superb. 15 that's, clearances halfway through the last quarter. That's yeah. as good a game as you ever want in finals. <laughs> How good was it? Um, and they, it was great for great for Brisbane to get over the line uh, in a final. The monkey off the back, so to speak. He's had 39, 21 contested possessions, 15 clearances and nine score involved. And he didn't go off for 90 minutes, apparently. Unreal. Like, it's a mo- how do you, you play, the midfield? How do you play in the midfield and not go off for 90 minutes? It deserves a brown love off the back of it. Let's look at, <laughs> let's look at, um, let's look at a few games. Where do you want to go? Well, there's only three games. So, um, Melbourne, Sydney tonight coming up very soon. Um, Melbourne going to the match as favorite, hoping Sydney win that, to be honest. You and, I bo- you and I bolting from here to going straight to the game. Yeah, we'll get there just in time. Collingwood, Geelong, Geelong, $1.38, Collingwood, three fifty-five. Fremantle, $1.56 versus the Dogs. Um, three shortish favourites. Which game are you looking forward to most? Uh, well, the Cats game, because that's over. Um, and we caught a bit of heat on that. <laughs> I caught a bit of heat on that the other week. But, I mean, Geelong would have to really mess this up. But they'd have to play terribly. Mm-hmm. They have to play terribly to lose that. So Collingwood can be at their best, but it's up to how Geelong play. Because Collingwood at their best and Geelong at their best, Collingwood don't get anywhere near them. Are you a bit nervous, mate? Nah, Geelong... not in the slightest. Geelong need to win some finals. Yeah, but they're also different this year. Um, yeah, you say that every year. No, well, right they, also, they also say that they need to work, that they're too old every year and that they won't make it and they'll be out of the eight every year. Um, yep. I, I think Sydney are the ones that are really backable. Really good record at the MCG against Melbourne. Superb. Uh, they, they, This is the one they want. Because if they win this, book your ticket to the grand final, Swannies. They get a home prelim. And you do not beat Sydney at the SCG... So if Sydney roll the D's, they're straight in the granny. You may as well book your plane seat. I'm in Sydney next week. I'm looking forward to catching up with Pabs. Good luck to him, mate. Yeah, I caught up with yes. him for a coffee today, actually. Did you? I did, pre-game, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, so good. Thanks for the invite. Sorry. Well, sorry. It's all, you were too busy counting your winners from last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you on, weren't from Wednesday. I'm, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> she, we, don't start that. Um, I'm Sydney, Geelong, and uh, Fremantle. For me. Yeah, I'm the same. I think the favourites favourites win those games. Well, Sydney's oh, not Sydney's f- not favourite, but three, Sydney but might be the trail. I think Melbourne. I'm sorry, I'm with Melbourne. I think the three favourites. Sydney might a, be backable. I'll have a schooner on it with you. Done. Yep. Done. I'll have a schooner on it. I'm, you're a dollar fifty, and I'm three dollars. So it's, I like your confidence. Um, I'll be cheering Sydney though. Hey, quickly, can we uh, Premiership Brent, market? Let's go yeah, to Premiership, Premiership market. market. Geelong at two dollars ninety. Melbourne three dollars twenty. Sydney six dollars sixty. So. That's how the Premiership market's looking at the moment. We need to go back to those shows we did at the start of the year when we were backing these sides at oh, double figures. Geelong got out of $18. 18 yep. yeah. And then we were talking that Sydney might come and then Melbourne drifted, remember? Mm. So we thought nibble them, they'll shorten again. There's money to be made there. I backed Brisbane at, uh, sorry, I backed Melbourne at five. So that's looking all right at the moment. Um, the Brownlow, Lockie Neal, $3.70. All the money since the end of the season has come for Clayton Oliver. He's now a favourite on betfair.com.au, mate. He, he's $3.65. Lockie Neal, $3.70. So he's been a huge firm, uh, Clayton Oliver. He hit as high as $28 earlier in the year. Um, he got above 10 at, at multiple stages and... Yeah, he's now favourite. So well, I'm just going to have guy. to lay him for a stack, aren't I? And then that way I'll just guarantee my result. Yeah, just trade. You can lay Lockie Neal for a bit, $3.85. And we, we might even money. next week, I've got like lock into the guys that text me with all their multis and what we do about um, Lockie Neal. We might feature this next week. There's a lot of people have got him to win the brown low. And we might actually just explain how you can, if Lockie in the premiership, how we can do it on the fair. We can do that. We've also got uh, Betfair Brownlow live on Monday night of the Brownlow. We've got an hour preview show, so we can talk a bit about that. We can text in all sorts of stuff as well. You probably don't want me on that show. I don't know if you are on that show. I, I, I don't know yet. I, I don't think you'd want me there anyway. You'll um, be up and about. With the, with the count. You'd have to go buy a tuxedo. We got him at 20 odds. You'd have to You'd have to look better than you did in the Darwin Bull, mate. You'd have to put your tie on, mate. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> right, could you want to go, uh, let's go... We'll go to around the grounds a bit for the uh, for the racing. We'll cover the Mooney Valley card after the next break. But uh, we're racing at Ramwick, my friend. And these races... Is a stinger? For what? Around the grounds? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is that? Come on, Sammy. Around the grounds. This is it. We get there. Righto. We go to Ramwick. Um, the Concord, you're seeing horses heading to the Everest. The Furious, you're seeing the return of these gun two-year-olds as three-year-olds. The Tramway, you've got some of the big boys over the 1,400, and same with the Chelmsford big boys over the 1,600. Tell me you're jumping off Mwanga. No. Oh. <laughs> hang on, let me just... You're a, a sicko. Hang on, can you slip me just adjust my book here a little? <laughs> you're uh, a sicko. The how do I turn Mwanga into Surefire? Uh, I'm not... <laughs> you're sick. How do you make a nine out of the one? <laughs> You are sick. Where do you uh, want to go? Well, let's start at the, the feature races. The Concord, as I said in the lay-bin, this is a glorified barrier trial for the likes of Eduardo, Mars Crusader. Um, two horses that are here to win probably are uh, Malkovich, up on speed, rolls forward, can give a sight. I know he's not as good as those. The other one's Animat, who can make a claim to be in the Everest. He's got a slot with Godolphin. Godolphin have a slot, so the Pulele... Andermatt flies, loves it wets. His trial was enormous. I'm oh, probably leaning to a Eduardo here up on speed. I think he's a bulldog. 1,000 metres as a nine-year-old now. He's getting a bit on. It's not a race I'm too keen to play in Fitzy. This you? is the Concord we're yes, talking yes, about, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Um, well, I'm really interested to sit back and watch, of course. I think 
Eduardo and Mask Crusader are the class animals in this. Oh, Mask Crusader gets too far back over a thousand. Sure, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not here to win either. Oh, no, probably uh, correct. Correct. So you'd be, just keep an eye on the one that I want to talk about, Zapateo. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Vin Cox last start declared this horse to us. He said it'll win, and th- this horse is spanked. Might have been my best that day too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just quietly. You are, you are hitting <laughs> new levels. Um, Zapateo. My best don't win very often. I remember them. Yeah. Don't worry. Vin Cox said this was their best of the day. It won. It beat Zapateo by three lengths from gate four with 53 kilos. It gets 56, goes to gate eight. It's two from three second up. It's one from one at the trip. I mean, I'm not sure why that thing's $11. I just don't know if it's good enough. McDonald well, on Andermatt's probably a suggestion that they lean Andermatt's way. That's my theory as well. Well, the, also, the, like they're the two, right? And this is where I was getting to before you cut me off. Because Andermatt is three from three with the jock and four from four first up. Mm. So I reckon Godolphin have got a mortgage on this. Well, they got three in the race with Derek as well. Yeah, Eduardo's just the – it's really interesting. Because I said it's a barrier trial, Malkovich leads. Eduardo probably sits off. off and they, they might just control the race and the back markers might not get into it. But fascinating race. I'm not keen to bet into it. No, nah, but I, I just think $5 for Andermatt and $11 for Zapateo is ridiculous overs. Don't mind it. Your mate Saltz is tipping Andermatt too. Just is he? Yeah, he tipped it on low back with Beffet. So. I haven't met the Salts yet. You'll meet him next week. Yeah, I will. <clears throat> we'll talk about that later. Right, uh, where do you want to go Furious. next one? Well, let's go race six. Furious Stakes, the Phillies. The two-year-olds, two-year-old Phillies were dominant against the Colts as two-year-olds. They turn up here as three-year-olds. Really tricky race because a couple of horses I was keen to back map and draw awkwardly. In Secret is one of those. She's Extreme is one of those. And Russian Conquest is one of those that have all got awkward barriers. Paris Dior won the Percy Sykes. Bottomless track. She'd be the way I'm leaning. Uh, liked her two trials. The latest was over 10.30, so over 1,000 metres, and might just bring her on, and she might just have a fitness edge over a couple of those first up. In secret, unlucky last start um, was good. But um, Paris Dior may be on top, another tricky race. Uh, four horses can win this. That's the one, she's extreme. The two, she's a belter. The three, Paris Dior, and the six, in secret. I'm happy to risk North Star Lass and Russian Conquest. I think Seven Vales is one we need to keep an eye on, but you will not find me betting in this. Absolutely no chance whatsoever. What I will do, if I put one on top, just because for the sake of it, she's a belter. I followed this from when it won the Magic Millions in WA. Uh, I remember talking to the Snowdens about this, a proper horse. She's a belter. So, um, just I'll didn't put... love its trial. I went looking for it because it's actually drawn all right, but just the trial was a bit weak. She might be better over further now, so she might need to run. Yeah, let's go to the <coughs> tramway. Zaki, Profondo, con- uh, Converge, Character. This is a good race. Some big boys in here. You, you can't ignore Zaki, but geez, I, I think Profondo's half juicy at $6.50. I think Profondo's the main danger to Zaki, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I think one of those two will win. I'll be playing uh, those two in the quaddy. Converge, an interesting horse. Colding needs a firm track and probably retirement. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If it dries out, don't... It won't. It won't dry out. Right, okay, well, there you go. Okay, let's go to race <laughs> number eight, uh, the Chelmsford. Oh, I'll let you speak first. Tommy <laughs> two play here. Another yep. one. There's one for me too. Surefire, a good bet. Yep. Fantastic first up, 1,400 metres. And the second fastest final, 400 and 200 of the program there. Has a fitness edge on most of his rivals. Up to 1,600 metres, no issue. Can springboard off that win. Be very hard to beat. The other one's Numerian. Off that Queensland prep, we talked about it with Snapdancer last week. Fitzy, off the Queensland preps, fitness edge. Only nine weeks and two trials. We'll be ready to go here. Barry jumps off your mate Mwanga. Rides Numerian. That's a big pointer for me. That's really interesting um, nuance in this race. I can't have Mwanga. I'm laying him at the price. I'm shocked he's 550. Um, Numerian, uh, a big bet, $11. Surefire, the other one. Tommy Tupo there. 
uh, two by two play for me. You don't really have to. What guess. did you say that? Uh, what? What did you say? I don't know. I couldn't get it out because I'm <laughs> I'm sure about what you're going to say here. Surefire and Mawanga. All right, let's go to <laughs> let's go somewhere else. I know I'm a sicko. I'm sick. I've got issues. Hey, just while we're around the ground, pretty good last start, Mawanga. Yeah. Well, but... <laughs> You can forgive a horse, so is elation. But I mean, do you throw uh, him completely in the bin? Yep, they're both in the bin. Yeah, I reckon you might, <laughs> I reckon you might too. I will give you one at Morford Bill on the last Ooh, year, Tommy. yes, I like this. Yeah, race 10, number one, Taunting. Wrong part of the track last start at Murray Bridge, where the going was no good, had absolutely no right to win and destroyed them. And it will destroy them at Morford Bill on a 60, uh, in a 68. They're over the 1,050. Proper horse. It'll belt the life out of them. There you go. Is that uh, Hickmont Road? Yep. Yep. Um, he'll end up somewhere over here, not too uh, far away. Right, let's get to a break on the other side of this one to get into the valley. Yes, let's can't wait, it. mate. This is a Friday night Betfair Edge, all thanks to Betfair Trade Markets and Find Better Odds. This spring racing carnival. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you all. Thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 if gambling becomes an issue. Tommy, it's time we go to our card of the week. And this gets you in the mood, this. You got to know when the hold Know when the fold We got to Moody Valley. Walk away. Right, Money Valley, as they call it. Uh, it can be notoriously tricky, Mooney Valley. It can. That is very true. Soft six. Yeah, well, Marty Sion, the track manager, came out during the week and said... "So Yeah, this is mad. Right. right oh, this, I'm backing this. I'm not laying one. This is mad. So what? they haven't raced the rail in true since March at Mooney Valley. Rail back in the true. There's been wet tracks with the rail out. Unused ground in the first two or three, it might be very hard to make ground. Marty Sinan said as much. It'll be leaderish. I love a trap manager coming out and saying that. Your thoughts? Well, you don't hear it because they sort of, most of them shirk away for it. And then you've got to work it out by race three and you go, hang on a minute. The rail's on fire. The, the travelator. If you're doing the work, you work that out, right? Because they haven't raced there on that fresh ground for a long time. So if you're doing the work, you should know that already. And yeah, no, but I, I like it. But, no, but sometimes they go back. And sometimes they still go back and overwater the inside. Yeah, true. True. No, I like the, the uh, transparency from the track staff there. That's right, let's get into it. Race number one. Uh, this is the 1,500-meter Ladbrokes handicap. What do you like here, mate? Well, I don't mind Major Bill here, but it's a big watch. We've talked about Red Sens- uh, Sun Sensation during the week, uh, and I want to keep an eye on it, but I want to take a Waterhouse Pot runner from that gate that will just push across dictate terms nice and early, and everyone will go, wow, it's really leaderish. Um <laughs> So, yeah, two to beat the five. <laughs> On with you. Um, I've got a huge opinion of Red Sun Sensation. Um, the Futures with Fitz Derby. listeners will know that. So Derby. I'm on at the Derby at 60s, so hopefully he can win. I reckon he he might struggle here, just the way the track playing. First year, this track, he'll get back, run on. I don't think he's here to win. So I'll be backing Major Beale as well, mate. I think it's a good bit. Crosses from Barry 8. Positive Damien Oliver. Go Waterhouse Adrian Bot sets should up say, perfectly. Should say the horse will be fit. Just get it to the front and destroy them. That's the plan. Race number two over the Cox Plate distance of the 2,040 metres. Uh, Desert Icon is the favourite. Um, and we're seeing a few of these horses resume that this is even too short for them. Um, in good idea. Um, 
mm. even probably Harmison, Preda Turn. I, I'm I'm leaning towards um, Desert Icon, but I, I'm not ignoring Midnight Blue here. These Cerise and White Horses, they need a run. <laughs> They're a bit soft, as we heard our great mate the other night at the Emerald. Um, they are a bit soft. They need a run, but this is a horse that can that can do it. He's got ability. So Blink this is isn't a, this isn't a great race. This Blinker's back on, which helps. This is not a great race. Blinker's back on. Second up, fitness. He won second up last campaign. Midnight Blow. Barrier one, fresh ground. I can see why you like him. Um, yep. Conceding weight to the rest of the field, but that's because he's a class horse. Uh, yeah, awful race for me. I'll be sticking out, mate. Right I'll be on. having lunch at one o'clock. Yeah. Race three. Ah, uh, this is where we're going to see. Um, this is English ready to race over the twelve hundred. Look, Charlemagne, Sebenak, uh, Sir Bailey, horses that have got uh, bigger fish to fry, Mullane. Uh, my numbers here are one, two, four, and nine. One, two, four, and nine. Another tricky uh, race with a pattern here, Fitzy, because Mullane's drawn 10. Um, what do they do there? Sir Bailey's a, a really talented horse, but probably better over further. Drawn barrier nine might get back here. One, two, four, and eight, my numbers. Apologies of just reading the nine the wrong way. One, one two, two, four, four and eight. eight. Yeah, yep. the nine's a wizard king at 100 to one. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, nothing from me. Very tricky race. I want to see how the track plays the first two races um, before I have a bet here. But, yeah, a couple of the key chances do get back in the ruck, which may make me lean towards those um, those up front, especially if the track's playing leaderish. Well, Shalomand looks to be one that can lead. Sir Bailey and Sebenak are going to be more midfield. See, that's my only one against Mullane, is you think Mullane's going to get back, or Milano, yep. however you say it. Athletica might roll forward as well from uh, the inside. Peak fitness, they probably, Waterhouse and Bot might just do the same here and say, you're up at 1,200 metres, roll forward. Barrier one inside, gets that fresh ground there, might be a bit of value. Even on Betfair, you can back in the run. So if you identify the leader, if they find the front, you can lay off in run as well. The, so set up that bet. The um, You find that sometimes, too, if it's leader bias, and a few of them can go too hard to get the position and it throws the race especially, out the window. Especially later in the day, for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, let's go to race four. This is a fan. Well, the big one for the day. And disappointingly, a terrible little, little Yeah, Well, the little one. It's a qualifier for the Cox Plate, half a million dollars, and there's six horses in it. Um, pretty sad, really. Yes, all the money has come for um, Earlswood here during the week. Very short. I reckon, given the connections, Matty Raymond's, I would be surprised if the data team pushed this horse out a little bit late. First up, all depends on how it parades. Um, trialed really nicely the other day, Fitzy. I'm with Mr. Brightside. Craig Williams rolls forward, I think. Probably leads this race to small field. I hope he goes fast because he's got a fitness edge over all his rivals. I think that's his way to win. He's tough. He's a bulldog. And just with the fitness edge, I think he can win this. I know they, they want to go to a Cox Plate, so win this, and, and that'll get you in. Ellswood, the danger, but, um, I, yeah, you might get a better price late in the piece with Ellswood. I think Brightside can win. It just depends. I think Ellswood can find the front, and then Brightside's either got to make the move and go around it, or um, Craig will take the sit. So I, the hope, I hope, if I'm on it, Mr. Brightside, I hope Lane pushes Ellswood forward and makes... Craig Williams go harder to find the front because that'll set up a more genuine tempo and it'll actually help him. That's that's why I'm reading yep. the race. Uh, I, I'm not ruling out. Everyone knows I'm following the Cerise and White Offspring. Inspirational girl will definitely need the run, uh, I would have thought. But four from six at the trip, two from five first up, inspirational girl, uh, and he's a proper horse, like a proper horse. Like, beat Zaki, inspirational girl, and Zaki would demolish his field. Yes. Absolutely wipe them. I don't disagree with you. So it just I'm, needs the run. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have three in the quaddy, which is two, four, early and quaddy. six. And... Right, only race four, mate. Yeah, early quaddy. Early quaddy. Yep. Race five, uh, the McEwen. Nice little race. Call and gather. Best of the day for me. Number seven. Um, should spank these. 
Taught to be cool. It really depends the tempo here. There's so many horses. In the Congo, drawn seven, goes fast. Rothfire, four, goes fast. Zoo style, barrier three, goes fast. Even away games got speed. And Colin Gatter, where does she end up? That's the query. There's so much speed on paper, Fitzy, that I, and a lot of these horses are first up. Five of the seven are first up. I wouldn't be surprised if the jockeys don't go as hard as everyone's expecting because every, every person out there can see how fast they're going to go. Well, Miss Price, all these horses first up that don't go as hard as everyone expects. If Gatta crosses, if she can cross Zoo style, the race might be all over. They won't know which way Gatta goes. Jamie Carr, the person for the job on Gatta, trial was outstanding, quick and dominant. Um, yeah, I think Gatta's the horse to beat. Oh, I hope she crosses. And if she crosses and I can get a dollar ninety in play, I'll be taking that. If she wins this, what price the Moya? Yeah, short. Yeah. If she demolishes it's... them here, what price the Moya? Well, it all depends, mate. It all depends on how much she demolishes. But yeah, she's going to be very hard to beat in a in a in a Moya. The Inferno is an interesting horse. He's a backmarker. Just worried first up. Apparently, he's going really well. Um, just might need to run, and I'm not sure the race sets up for him. But look for him to be running on race number six, uh, which is the Atlantic Jewel. It's an interesting little one here. Uh, so you're just going to say, I can't believe you've done this again. But oh, I'm what, with Lady has Annabelle La- Nation got a runner. Yeah, I'm with Lady Laguna. Um, but this is this is justified. <laughs> Shut up, mate. What I is tell me what you're tipping before the, the race. Well, why wouldn't you be with Lady Laguna? No, what are you with here? Good last start. Good last start. Gets a nice weight swing on the horse that beat at home last start. Um, I've got I've got the boogie dancer as a danger, depending where it gets to in the run. The Trumby, I think that's a horse that can find the front and do it. Uh, I'm loving you is also a chance, and so is Nana Guy for Peter Moody and Jamie Carr. A lot of those horses. Um, can all sort of do it up the front or just off speed. So I am four, five, nine, and three. Uh, yes, I I thought Lady Laguna was good last start. I am very confident with Troach here each way. Um, I loved her run in the Rosebud. She was on the inside, yes, um, but she had plenty more to offer. She was actually really strong on the line. I like her stepping up to twelve hundred meters. She rolls forward. Any on speed bias, she's going to be there a long, long way out, and I am. I think she's the best value on the card, Troach, in a very tricky race. I think she's a nice each way play. All righty. Race number seven. We move on the Chautauqua Stakes, and we see the return of a few good ones here. And I am all about corner pocket. I can't believe the price, this horse. This is the value of the day all day. $6 and $2. Lindsay give you a tip at the pub or anything? You ask him about it? I didn't even ask him. Oh, that's a shame. You don't need to here. Two from two at the track, four from four at the trip, two from four first up um, with two placings in behind it. Uh, that that place price of two dollars twenty five looks um, the M word. Just um, keep an eye. I wish this horse drew better. Barrier eighteen's awful, and I don't like Waller Barrier eighteen. But Ranch Hand trialed really well in Sydney. Beat Zaki home in a trial, if you don't mind, Fitzy. Uh, each way price for me. Any luck from that gate came around well. Ranch Hand just the setup might be tricky. Tongue tie first time could be going to the next level for a horse that's always shown a bit of ability. You don't like corner pocket. Uh, I don't like the race much. Corner pocket's obviously a big chance, yeah. Okay. Right. Let's go to race eight, the drum and golf handicap. Uh, look, take your pick here. Um, five, nine, three, four. Yeah, not Maybe much. Maybe six. Not much for me. I'll be Left sticking. Left Annabelle's out of the first four. That's big from you. I'll be sticking with it too. I, I see no reason to jump off military expert. <laughs> he was good last start. What's wrong, mate? It's in my five, and then I leave it out of my four, and you say, geez, so now I'm with it. I'm with it. Oh, I've got it on top. Well, <laughs> we can't catch each other today. Um, Uncle Bryn looks hard to beat here. Does. It does. No issue why he can't win. No he reason gets, why he, he can't win. He gets back, though. Yes, military expert was fantastic first up. 
I've had a lot of time for this horse. Looks to be back to his best, and um, I backed him first up, and I'll be sticking with him. No reason to jump off. Do you reckon I should? Um, I did back him last start too. Anyway, go. eight bucks, nine bucks. Yeah, nice I, might have, I might have to follow you in on that one. Um, I hated the race. Uh, race number nine, which is the food services BM seventy eight. Um, well, the the pounding. I, I've got pounding in front of a tractable. Have I done that right? They're the two, 13 and 10. I think Moody's got a little bit of a mortgage. I think Unanimous is not the worst. Flying Moody. Yep. Unanimous, uh, maybe even something like a, you know, unusual culture would need to go to another level. Uh, but I'm sort of staying with those. Maybe even a global gift, but not sure. The trick with pounding is barrier one. Might need a lot of luck late in the piece, especially if it's fence on. Might be three pairs back the fence and looking for room. So you can't jump them. That's the query. But, yeah, tricky races to finish off. Yeah, really tricky. Uh, that is the card well done. at Mooney Valley. On the other side of this, we've got our Friday forecast, Tommy. So you need your sure thing, your most at stake in your doomsday scenario. All right. Um, and then we've got our best bets right around the country. This is the Friday night bet fair edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. And don't forget, trade markets and find better odds this spring racing with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Friday night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock with you. Wherever you're listening, uh, it's Friday evening. Gearing up for the football and it's all thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair and as always, gamble responsibly. Tommy, it's time for the Friday forecast. It's Saturday, Sunday, what? Righto, Friday forecast, sure thing. Mine's a bit boring. My sure thing's a little bit boring this week, but what's, what, we'll start with yours. Oh, my sure thing is you tipping a Cerise and White or an Annabelle Nisham train gallop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to follow them. Oh, um, no, that, that's all. Oh, is God, that what I you had? I don't, I don't really have much. My sure um, thing is that tonight's game at the G will be close. It'll be a belter. It'll be close. My sure thing is that the controversial goal umpiring decision and the review takes up most of the airtime this right. week. And what a load of crap. That'd what be a load of crap. Just let it go. Rubbish. Yep. Righto, most at stake. We might be similar here. Chris Scott for me um, and Geelong. Uh, he's be feeling the pressure off Geelong's record. This is their year. They need a win it this year. And you boys, I'll this, tell you what, I'm looking at you down the barrel. Look at my most at stake, <laughs> Geelong. Yes. Yeah, it's they do. They but need to win it. I nearly made them a sure thing, but I thought I didn't want to put the the moz the moz on. <laughs> um, but they've got the most at stake for sure because if they drop this, then they've got to they've got to win their way through again in the year that just it's theirs for the taking. Uh, all right, doomsday scenario. <laughs> Mooney Valley plays back and wide after Marty Sinan came out and said it plays leaderish. Yeah, and then they go and come for him on social media. You know that Simpsons gif where they're all walking down with the stakes? And with the... the stakes and the pitchforks? <laughs> well, it, it, Terry said a lot of the time it can happen in Belmont because they'll wait, 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 be leaderish, leaderish, leaderish. Then they don't tell anyone, go and water the absolute crap out of the inside. <laughs> and he said the rail goes to poison. And he said you you just got to wait for that one meeting where it just turns on its head. and Or... The horses go, they realise the bias and everyone's expecting it and they go so hard to find the front that yeah, but, it sets it up for the back markers. Yeah. Um, the other one, Jeremy Cameron re-injures himself. That, that's a doomsday. If he, if he does... Touch everything. <laughs> doomsday. Fair to, uh, my doomsday scenario 
is that Zaki goes under at a short quote again. Yep. If you, they'll they'll put him if he goes under at a short quote like this, he starts to get into the money muncher. You know, not the people's favourite. You know, yep. that sort of. Yep. He gets into. Um, I'm trying to think of another horse that there's been plenty over the years. Tom Melbourne. Well, it, he just finished second all the time, but there are a few horses that just tend to go nature under. strip well, early days. early days. Yeah, well, early man, went under a dollar forty at Morfittville, yep. I remember. Yep. But yeah, he can't be going under at a dollar seventy-five. Ooh, I don't yep. think you'll lose a lot of spring admirers. Yes, fair All right, enough. That's it. Now, um, got about three minutes left. It's time for our best bets of the weekend. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure. Maybe you want to dribble, dribble. You know, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. Nice of you to make that stinger for us, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> right. That's me singing. Let's go. Yeah, let's go to the best bets. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to stick Do you want off? me to go first? Yeah, you go first, mate. I've got a few. Um... I think Colin Gatter gets it done at Mooney Valley. Oh, I think this is horses airborne. Race five, number seven, Colin Gatter. My next best or best value, really, because it's an each way price, is race seven, number seven, corner pocket. Find the front, Lindsay Smith. Unbelievable record. And horses that love the valley, you can almost add a length or two lengths to their form. Horses that just genuinely love it. Haydock was one of them. Tony McAvoy always said, he's two lengths a better horse here. Doesn't matter what form he's in. Uh, then we'll go to... Oh, how many bests have you got? Oh, well, then we'll just go Morfordville. Race 10, number one, taunting. I might leave a few of the others. I've got a show on tomorrow morning, mind you. The Saturday morning, uh, Fitzy's Formlands. Tune in, 9 till 11.30. You'll give me a buzz. Yeah, I will. Are uh, we doing lays as well? Yes, yeah, but keep, you right. just keep we, going with your best first. Best, best bet in the Chelmsford, race eight, Tommy Tuplay. Number nine, Shawfire, number two, New Mirren. 3 dollars and $11 back in both, and you'll win on the race. All right. Uh, let, we've now go to our, was that it? Yeah, that was it. Just, it's best. So I'm just, just giving you a best, mate. I'm t- I've got best Melbourne, best anywhere and best value. I've got, I'll stick to my three. Right. It's time for our lays of the day. Right, what do you got, big boy? You're in, you're in, you're in superb lay form here. I've, I've, um, I've been ribbing you all day. All night. I've been ribbing you. You're going to hate this. Mwanga. Oh, no. Mwanga. Oh, you're a peanut. Oh, I thought he was very plain. He was very cultish last start in the mounting yard. I'll didn't cultish like, you in a minute. Didn't, <laughs> you'll be cultish tonight. Yeah. Uh, he, he just played up. He didn't like being inside horses. He was the first horse to come off the bit. He didn't travel very well. If he repeats that, he just can't win. I can't believe he opened 550 in the back of what we saw last time. His trial prior, I know I ignored it and I actually didn't mind him first up in the wing stakes. His trial wasn't great either. So I'm querying how well he's going. And from inside barrier, again, he gonna need, he's going to need to get on the bike early, get outside of runners and get going. I don't think that'll happen. So I'm laying him. Uh, my lay, I'm going to lay Eduardo. Oh, race five, number one, I'm laying Eduardo. I'm going to put my stones on the block here. I really oh. wanted to lay bright side, but I think it's just with that small field he can Struth. win. Truth. But yeah, I'm going to lay Eduardo. You're laying the bulldog, the champ. I'm laying the champ. He gets such a good. Oh, I know. Anyway, this is going to be big viewing next week. Hey, Tommy, that's all we've got time for, mate. Same time, same place next week. I can't wait, mate. Uh, that's the Friday night Betfair Edge. Enjoy the footy tonight and trade markets and find better odds this spring racing with Betfair. Don't forget to always gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? 
Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.